There is only one thing on this earth more powerful than evil, and that's us. Hi, I'm Nicholas Brendan. Hi, guys. This is Claire Kramer, a.k.a. The Great Glorificus. Hi, guys. This is Charisma Carpenter from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, your favorite bitch on wheels. Hello, boys and girls. This is Spike. You're listening to Buffy Back Issue, Ben. Don't turn it off or I'll rip your throat out. Welcome to the Buffy Back Issue, the show where we went through all the Buffy and Angel comics that were canon chronologically. I'm Zach. And I'm Emily. Good job changing that. Well done. Uh, I, was, I knew there was going to be summer. I thought about that like two days ago. Huh. There's so many, I, no, I don't know, some talking points that I was like, I'm just going to not tell you these in person. Did you write them down? No, they're just locked away. But yeah, welcome to our final episode ever. That being said, if you're a creator that hears us and like this is an open invitation, if you still want to do an interview about your stuff, we never did one, shoot me a tweet or an email. <laughs> We'd be happy to. We'll come back one more time. Yes. Yes, we would. Because, you know, we just walked downstairs to our basement. That's true. And it's Corona time. Yes. Except that both what, of us are still working. What a time to end a podcast when people are in need I of more know. content. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. But we've always kind of pitched it as... A, f- a finite show. And yeah, this is the end of that finite. That's not a sentence. That's <laughs> not. Was, <laughs> I'm so glad that I, I can, en- I can end, th- end the show being bad with words. Good I'm job, a, Mr. English major. I'm a paid writer. And I'm like, words, man, what are they? And an English major. They come in the order sometimes. Sometimes they don't. You said they come in the order sometimes. I said A order. Said- a order. Great. Great. <laughs> Divorced. Great. That's how we end this podcast. Oh my gosh. <laughs> With being served divorce papers. By whom? <laughs> I don't know. Who serves divorce papers? Is it like a notary? I don't know. Remember that marriage story movie that we watched? And yeah. They had to have her sister serve the divorce papers. That's a good movie. I liked that a lot. But we're not here to talk that about- It was a depressing movie. It was very sad. It was also like super real. <laughs> it was very sad. I could tell a lot of those fights weren't like made up off the dome top of the dome the head you're so glad to be done with us um so many faces you're making we watched a lot of movies the weekend that we watched that and they were all depressing what are we doing here we are here to say goodbye Tell you about the movies that we watched <laughs> do a retrospective part two we did one before that was mostly focusing on the comics and we'll probably talk about those a little bit but to be honest after this many episodes for the most part i think we've kind of said everything we need to say about them We've said a lot. Yeah, I mean, what? To be fair, <laughs> there's some things like here and there, like maybe we could have expanded on this or done a little better here. They're like maybe, you know. It was probably rough at the beginning. Yeah. So I think, first and foremost, before we get into this, what I would like to do beyond anything else is really send out like just my greatest thanks to all of the creators that worked on this. In particular, I mean, obviously, like Whedon for starring it up, but guys like George's Genty, who carried the style and the tone so well for so long, creative teams like Christos Gage, Rebecca Isaacs, Brian Lynch, Franco Uru, Chris Rael over on the IDW side of things, like, and certainly, I mean, and the rest. You get that Gilligan's Island treatment. Not really. You're all like amazing for the most part this was a great run for so many years in many iterations as well yeah i mean this series lasted kind of quote-unquote in canon for 11 years and you know I i was there for all of it and i went on this ride and we got to talk about it and seriously the amount of like work and love that went into it we've said it before but you know who knows how long ago it was like this book didn't read like a licensed property it didn't read 
these books, I should say. They didn't read like people just coming in to do jobs. When you're reading things of like, high quality, like of this nature, you can tell the difference between a paycheck and when people are just having fun. And the majority of this just screamed fun. Yeah, and and everything was done with such care and such love, and that's what made it fun. That's what made it fun for us. That's what made it hopefully fun for you guys. And that's what made it last for so long because it was loved. And the fact that it ended the way it did, it ended. It, it didn't end, you know. I mean, it was because of Disney getting but Fox, the, what which they, isn't the greatest way to do it, but still. But what they managed to do with four issues oh, is yeah. incredible. I can't believe they wrapped up that Dark Willow stuff and brought back like Gates the Monkey in the library. Okay, I've said Bad Willow enough that I actually Bad think Willow. that's the real option. <laughs> real I forget that the actual thing is Dark Willow. Naughty Willow. I don't like that. <laughs> Bad Willow is funnier. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like that. Oh, but uh, just... So much 100% just heartfelt, like, thanks and appreciation for the people that kept this going and were doing it so well for so long. And who are people who I'm just, I'm such fans of now. Like, when I see people's names pop up on projects for stuff that's outside of Buffy and Angel, I just, like, I see these names, I'm like, ooh, I'm going to check that out. Just because I've become such fans of just the creators that worked on this. Like, I want to see their other work and I want to support it. It's all just so great. And for any listeners to this, you know, I'd encourage the same thing, like, this torch was carried and it was carried well for so long. Like, please continue to support the creators and the people behind it because hell of a job was done. And the creators have been so incredibly kind to us as well to do interviews with us or saying hi at shows and just like, it's so incredibly kind. The level of just even just like retweets and like conversations on Twitter. Like I can't, believe like the response we got from creators also from listeners like we thanks guys blew up like way bigger than i ever thought we were going to do numbers wise it's not like you know we're like we were one of like the top podcasts on itunes but we had you know thousands and thousands of people listening to our ramblings so thanks thanks for that as well that's crazy <laughs> which is wild <laughs> the scale i put it on is we were doing better numbers than season 11 of angel really yes wow Let's not talk about season 11 of Angel. So Our, our numbers were better. Let's not talk about season 11. Uh, um, but just the whole thing has been far more than we ever hoped for or imagined when we started this project. And yeah, this was a lot of fun. I mean, yeah. and like we said the last time, like wrapping up, it's not because of like any negativity or anything, but you know, the show had a focus and we did it. We kind of completed it, and I don't have a ton more to say about you know any of this. If, unless you have questions, and I'll answer them. Yeah, because otherwise, guys, guess who answers the questions? <laughs> it's me. And guess what? I just make up answers sometimes, most of the time. Do you have any highlights to kind of look back on? One big highlight was definitely, uh, I think we talked about it on the show, we got to meet George's Genty in person at the Granite State Comic Con last September. That was? I don't remember what it was in New Hampshire, and he was, was still so in business. <laughs> incredibly. Wow, that was dark. <laughs> that was really dark. He was so incredibly kind to us, and and he he hung out with us for a while. And what just... was wild about that is I sent him like an email maybe a couple months before. I'm like, oh hey, like we'll see you at the show. That'll be fun. And then like he sent us an email like the night we got there. He's like, you guys want to hang out? I'm like yes. And just just. <laughs> What a kind and interesting guy and full of great stories and full of love 
for this whole comic and this whole world. And so that was definitely a huge highlight. So thanks. Thanks for meeting us. Yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. That, that was um definitely like definitely the highlight of, like of that weekend and just, you know. Yeah, which is interesting because to hang out, your other shop, great love stuff. I mean, you have a couple great loves, but one of your other great loves is the turtles, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and that con was also very turtles focused. It was just like all of the things that you love. The way I pitched that show to you, I'm like, if I wasn't going to this as a vendor, I'd go to it as a fan. Which is high praise. I don't know if you guys have picked up on that or not, but that is high praise. Because I don't usually want to go out to cons as a fan. Like, eh. But now, now we would go to a con if cons were there just because... Actually, that's the irony, is the first con that we were going to go to not as vendors was in April. Got canned. <laughs> <laughs> so it got rescheduled, so we'll be there. In... Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, but uh, anyway, that was definitely a huge highlight I don't know. I liked the I liked the interaction. So I liked talking to the creators. I liked when we had interactions from you guys, when you were kind enough to reach out to us. Yeah, that was in 99% of it was really positive. Yeah, definitely. I remember the Chris Royale interview was a lot of fun. I, we did that one in the store. We did cuz like it, it was during my April vacation. And I had like between like I think it was like he had to like get his kid to the bus stop and I, like we could squeeze it in for like an hour before the store opened. Yeah, so we were just sitting there in the empty store and but yeah, it was, that was it was a, great. That, that was that was a great interview. That was a lot of fun. I I really like the one where I just did like a like fifty something page document summing up everything. He <laughs> <laughs> spent so many hours working on that, and when you first pitched it to, to me, be I fair, was like, I didn't. I just cranked it out as fast as I could. And I presented it to you as like this could it's not in the show. I'm like this could be a guideline. Like you know, like these are these are some of the talking points. And when I wrote it, I didn't mean for it to be, but it just turned into our script. You're like, I'm not speaking more than what you wrote. Oh my gosh! Like, guys. all right, I guess I guess we're just gonna. It was so much. We're gonna read this as a script, even though that's not how I intended it to be. They were just meant to be rough notes. Wait, did you do that one on Google Docs or did you do it on the Notepad? That one I did on Google Docs. Thank the lord guys for the longest time you don't have microsoft office he re- well yeah that's fine a lot of people don't but he refused to embrace google docs like the rest of the world and would do it all on the notepad on his really sad little pc and so it was like the weird font and it wasn't it was like an html document or whatever anyway it was weird for a long time that's what it was uh something i've been doing kind of over the last not even a full week is i to prep for this i listened back to our show almost in its entirety at like two times speed what i'm doing for work now i just i got about 10 hours a day where i could be listening just have headphones in between the car ride home and at work so i've just been like burning through our show and overall like i was like going to this i'm like i think i'm proud of the show then i listened back to it i'm like i'd redo some stuff (laughs) (laughs) but isn't that everybody's reaction to anything number one i mean we're the way we're recording right now we it's not perfect audio but the audio we're recording is still pretty high quality at the moment the majority of our show was like on an old (laughs) setup and i hate it so much i'm listening back i'm like this is garbage (laughs) this is garbage audio quality and i'm just i take a level of pride in like you know trying to produce things well and all but oh my god we went for so long with a terrible like microphone setup and i'm listening back and you're saying all this stuff I'm like did you did you remember to turn the microphone on i don't even remember what microphone you're talking about it's been so long <laughs> what microphone was that 
Good times. Good times in the basement. Yeah, but it's just one of those is like, man, I wish we had this at higher audio quality. Also, some stuff for me personally listening back that started to change like towards the end of season eight. Because, I mean, I've been doing podcasts for a little bit, but definitely earlier in my run, it would be like, I felt like, you know, there had to be like a face and a heel. And I wanted a What? Anyway, keep th- going. Th- just, that's just a duo combination. There's like the positive one and the negative one. And I felt, that's what that term is. I don't know what you want from me. Okay, anyway, keep going. But I felt like I had to like play up this whole, like, if I wasn't saying things that were like off the wall, then people would lose interest. And I'm listening back to it. Like a shock jock kind of situation. Not that bad. No, but. But I'm listening back to it and I'm just like, oh God, that's so cringy. <laughs> like the least interesting parts <laughs> are when I'm like, this is stupid. <laughs> like, oh, and it just, I'm hearing it it's only been a couple of years but I'm like my god I, to the point where i was like because no one can tell when i update a file where i'm like i'm so tempted because i still have the original files like i just want to recut these and take out all that dumb <laughs> stuff because like, what's the point of this why did i think this was the interesting take <laughs> so it got better like i said i listened back to so much of this and i'm so sick of the sound of my own voice a two times speed so it's like a chipmunk <laughs> <laughs> i actually I think it's so funny when you play things like that. But like around the time, like towards the end of season eight, it kind of like started to take a turn where I thought like things got better, which is too bad because like I love season eight and I love after the fall and I'm just so like over the top playing up a character. I'm like, if I don't say something like wild, then people will lose interest. (laughs) And it's so cringy to me now. I'm like, uh, and even some of the language I was using, I'm like, it's only been a couple of years. I'm like, that's not good. You should do better. Do better three years ago, me. You actually brought up... It makes me cringe in a big way. Not... But please revisit our show and share it with everyone you know. Quite in the same way you mean. But you brought something up the other day and you were like, do you remember the Oakland thing? Uh, Yeah, the Oakland thing. And I was like, no, I don't remember this. So I said in an episode, um, I, I promised, or I said like maybe on our last show, I will admit to what my Oakland flub was, because there's a point where Andrew is living in Oakland, and Emily, at every possible opportunity to be like, and in Oakland, and in Oakland, but the first time Oakland showed up in the books, my brain, it read Oakland, knows what Oakland is, but just went to Oklahoma. <laughs> So I, I made so I don't remember what it was because I deleted it. But my comment was like, "Why does Andrew live so far away from everybody? <laughs> <laughs> They're all in California, and he's in Oakland." And you're like, "Yeah, in Oakland." I'm like, "Yeah, in Oakland." And then it clicked. I was like, "Oh God, I gotta cut that. That'll never come up." <laughs> so every possible moment you're like and in oakland and then you giggle to yourself and no one else who listened had any context kind of like mosaic <laughs> aka mosaic i hey i admitted to that one at least and the reason i can laugh at these things is because as a kid read a lot like because you're a dumbass and i can laugh at you <laughs> no but as a kid i read a lot and i would sometimes make up characters names I would just decide how they were pronounced in my head and roll with it and never tell anybody about it. But occasionally I would get it just terribly wrong. There's a book series called Redwall. And What's the- funny is you I think you discussed this on the show, but I cut it. Did like, you? you? I think you did it like three times and I just cut it every time. Well now is the time to let it live. <laughs> anyway, uh in Redwall, there's a main character named Matthias, but I called him Matthias. I did the which same thing. Which makes sense with- to Matthew and Matthew. Like I 
I still believe myself. I did that with Animorphs, where I was it was uh, Tobias, but I didn't know anyone named Tobias. So I read it as Tobias, <laughs> like Mosaic, <laughs> except Mosaic's a word. That's the and difference. Tobias is a word. I didn't know anyone named Tobias. It was Tobias. <laughs> <laughs> and also in Redwall, the main villain's name is I don't remember C L U N Y. How do you pronounce that? Clunny? Clooney. Thank you. I called it Clunny. Evidently, it's Clooney. That's no George. Anyway. Was that rat the star of ER and Batman and Robin? You're right. He was a rat. Well done. <laughs> I, I so vaguely remember Redwall. It's been a long time. Anyway, that's very off topic, but we all make there, pronunciation errors. There we go. There, there's, there's the Oakland admission. Also, <laughs> I guess if we're just kind of like clearing the air with everything, basically, if you're a creator, oh, not that one. I saw your face. We'll get there. Oh. I'll find a way. Yeah, basically, if you were working on anything like chronologically that happened before like the end of season eight, and I just said something over the top, I'm sorry. I was just being, I was trying to keep people engaged, but it just sounds stupid, and it's my fault. I could have found better ways around it. Do you want to do reoccurring segments that I I thought were fun? We did a million Hamilton references, which Hamilton is going to be out on Disney Plus on July third. So, guys, now's your chance. You going dun 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 for everything? Why not? It's a good sound effect. I still wish I made a t-shirt for watching boys die. Oh my gosh. Cute Devin likes to watch boys die. I'm so glad that you didn't. <laughs> That's really positive. I'm glad you have no artistic skills. I could have made a t-shirt. With what? With it's a just, sharpie? It would have been, I could have ordered a text-based shirt. Oh my <laughs> it wouldn't have been a picture. Oh my gosh. We're actually quite a few others Like when I was listening back to it, but now I'm kind of blanking on them for whatever reason. I don't know. I only ever heard it in the raw format, so I never actually know what got cut. Uh, kind of looking back at the whole series of comics, I, I, I've i said it before, and I'm going to say it again, just kind of sticking to it. The biggest disappointment, I mean, Buffy got to end really well, and I feel like almost every possible loose end was tied up, but Angel got the short end of the stick in a big way. Yeah, and you do love Angel. I, I, do, well, I have three sticking points. One, I still hate that Connor and Gunn just disappeared especially gun who got like i picked you up at the airport and then i got coffee okay i'll roll that one that one uh still bugs me that fred and spike never got an interaction yep post her return and there was one issue we did where it was like a filler issue it's like where they go to a hotel where there's some like bellboys that are possessed but instead that issue and like Angel gets the call at the end of this one shot, which was not great. And the whole issue, you were the one that pitched it. You were like, this just could have been like Fred and Spike on the phone. I'm like, that's so much better. And yeah, I mean, it's a missed opportunity that that never cross paths. Yep. And then, of course, the Shanshu, which is the biggie. The literal driving force for the Angel show that just got dropped with occasional mentions. And we get no resolution on it. And I guess on the Buffy side of things that I understand narratively why she didn't end up with Spike or Angel. It's like, you know, she's her own. Because, I mean, we talked to Christos Gage about this. Like, yeah, she is her own person. And that's more important to, like, end the show that way. Especially when it's all about, like, changing the world and finding herself and all that. I understand that narratively. At the same time, I still want to know, <laughs> what boy does she pick? I mean, I think it's pretty clear. Should it be Spuffy or Bangle? I don't like that. I don't like that you did that. When I said those names the first time, you were giddy about it. I don't <laughs> like it now. It's too much. I think that she ends up with Spike. 
Probably. Not with Angel. Be my guess. Also, I'd like to throw in a retroactive thing because I was like listening to this literally this afternoon talking about like our coverage of season twelve at two times speed. <laughs> When everyone's kind of doing their, like, you know, calm before the storm moment, I'm going to say Willow and Faith hooked up. I think that was just off panel. Okay. Stamp. When I was listening back to it, I'm like, we don't have to see everything. I think they totally hooked up. What did I think? We didn't talk about it. We just said, like, yeah, it looks like they were maybe going to, but then, it, you know, it's a one-page thing and it goes to something else. I think they hooked up. Okay. Duly noted. Doesn't all have to be on the page. Nope, but duly noted. I don't know. It's just kind of crazy to think about, like, this was such a pioneering kind of book, like, bringing kind of like official canon to comics from tv or movies and it went for so long it definitely lasted longer than anything else that was kind of in the same vein yeah and i think especially coming from creators we also did the firefly stuff here and i think it's fair maybe to say that firefly would definitely not have had as long a run as it has had yeah it's a bummer that that trilogy didn't get completed that's a a killer without buffy being so successful in this medium but i mean the difference is is buffy is going to come back on tv eventually there hasn't been any news about it in a while and i'm not going to consider it canon it's going to be different creators i mean even though like whedon's like overseeing it or whatever it's like you know it's different people doing it where this is so many like show writers doing it and then kind of passing the torch to other talented writers this is going to be the canon on my mind i don't care how many actors you get back especially since one's like sarah michelle geller and david boreas were like no we'll never do it yeah the serenity it is a bummer that the serenity stuff didn't ever finish but also we're in such a world of like reboots and remakes and while i was like for so many years i'm like firefly already came back once it had a movie is there really a world where it doesn't come back in one form or another yeah at this point it just feels like an inevitability especially because it was such a unique idea something that hadn't really been tried before and it's coming back i'm sure at some point i would find it hard to believe that it wouldn't get a third or fourth bite of the apple depending on how you want to look at it yeah yep so when i was listening back to um our coverage i got through a lot of it the one thing i couldn't bring myself to listen to was our interviews because they were a lot of fun but at the same time i was mortified doing them and i wouldn't want to like listen back like what if i like asked a stupid question or said (laughs) something like i just i couldn't bring myself to listen to them that's fair you're already so tense about this I'm I, I just putting it out in the ether. We had one interview where I had a verbal flub, which is nothing bad, like nothing negative was said. It just implicated myself on nothing bad. I was trying to make a joke and it didn't work. And the you've leaned so far away from the microphone. In the interview, we just rolled with it. Nothing bad happened. And then you made fun of me for months about it. Like, could you? I can't believe you didn't hear that when you said it just because I worded it so wrong. And they rolled with it, and they were so cool about it. But I just wanted to throw it out there if they happen to hear this. I don't know. Because you told me I couldn't be explicit. Can I just say what it was? No. Okay. Oh, my God. I just want to just let me do it. Yeah. That's for an audience of one. I guess our last thank you is really to you guys for listening. I feel like we already did that. They've been thanked enough. I will thank you again. (laughs) Because, well, let's be honest. We probably would have done this in our basement anyway. Had you guys not been listening, it would have not really been for anything. And we it certainly was, would not have gotten to meet all the cool people we got to meet. And it was a lot of fun, like, get, like hearing feedback and getting people sending us emails or tweets or, like, seeing stuff, like, on message boards. Like, it was cool. Okay, least favorite part? I did not enjoy going up to the various actors and getting them to do the promos for us. You d- we, we split that 50-50. Only one of them charged us for it. Guess who? Uh, that was 40 bucks. Only one of us got the actor's name wrong. <laughs> and and only one of us is so mortified about that to this day. 
anyway. As I say, you know, it's funny. I've interacted with all of them and I could have done them all. Yes. But you still did two out of four. Because you were like, <laughs> they're going to like you better. You're nicer. You go do it. Well, maybe the other one would have charged me 40 bucks. <laughs> I wasn't at that show. I couldn't have done that You're one. You're narrowing it down. I don't want to call anyone out. And good for them for making money. Still cost me 40 bucks. Anyway, that was also a weird note to end on. But I just, I just felt like I need to say it. Guys, everything about this show has been great except for that one moment in which all of the shame I felt. It was a funny look on that actor's face, though. Calling someone in hindsight. N- n- Nicholas Holt. <laughs> <laughs> We'd watched a lot of X-Men right before it. It's not my fault. Anyway. So, yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking with us through the good and the bad and the everything in between. And Is there anything you changed that we did? I changed mo- most of the stuff like leading up towards the end of season eight. <laughs> And also higher audio quality. What is, is there anything I would change that we did? And also my one verbal flub, mm. my interview flub. Um, <laughs> we started this at a time when we both had some some spare time in our lives, and then very soon after, all of my spare time went away. So we were doing this at like ten at night or uh, like, like seven a.m. on a Sunday. Guys, I would have worked literally. I would get to work at seven fifteen, and then I wouldn't get home until. 10 o'clock at night and then we would record and then i would have to get up the next morning at 5 45 so if there are some times i remember literally falling asleep at this microphone a couple times like just in the middle of a sentence so i think that's the only thing i would really change was just our timing our lives being more on top of our lives so that we could do this at a better time well, we, for us. We recorded like 10 episodes in advance ahead of time before we even started releasing it. And that wasn't enough of a buffer. <laughs> <laughs> that caught up to us so fast. <laughs> it caught up literally on the worst weeks. Like <laughs> we would be and, on top of it. And then I'd be like, we got to do like three shows in three days. Let's get on top of it again. And, oh then, my gosh. and then, then we'd be like, We'd be run out of it. I'm like, we got to do three more shows in three days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, yes, that's, I think, the only thing, really. It was fun. Yeah, the scheduling. I think we did it at what I am positive will be, like, the busiest time in our marriage. Yes. <laughs> Hands down. Yes. <laughs> like, me running a business and you working. And grad school. Two jobs plus grad school. <laughs> it was a lot. But, hey, it was fun, guys. So, we're glad that you listened. Yeah. One more big shout out to like the creators, especially the ones that stayed on it for a good long while. It was so much fun to just watch people like get progressively better. Not that, you know, people, especially the long time people had like a bad start, but like still, you know, the more you do it, the better you get. And just watching that growth and getting to experience it and just getting high quality storytelling was such a treat. So on that note, I think it's time. I'd like to announce our next podcast. <laughs> I, I I've I've been pitching you a different Guys, show for like two years. I'm I like, have a year left in my master's program. One singular year. I've been pushing for a second show. Like we could do this, and I have been pushing <laughs> back for my master's. <laughs> Maybe we'll get to do another one. I still want to. Sometimes I get like really fired up about. It. I'm like, yeah, we can do this, and, and then you're like, mm, no. <laughs> not right now not right now but maybe someday in the far future not that far in the far future we got these sweet microphones now <laughs> look at the setup look at this pro setup oh yeah because jared doesn't even come over anymore to podcast right now because pandemic <laughs> so of quarantine so you know 
Anyway. I know that microphone's getting unused. It's a set, set over there, sad alone. I don't think it's sad. You could also switch. You could go between the two of them. No, this one's at my height. We're basically the same height. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but yeah, I think we're done. Um, uh, yeah. So thank you, thank you, thank you. It's been fun. It's been quite the ride, and we're really glad that you guys were along with us. And we hope that we hope that you had fun listening to us too. Our uh, show's not going anywhere. It's going to stay up on the feed and all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, share it with people. You know, hopefully people will continue to find it and enjoy it. Yeah, I don't know. It was fun. So hope to hear from you guys soon, and we'll talk to you later. I guess the thing about changing the podcast landscape is. <laughs> <laughs> i give you a really Uh, nice send off and then you're like but i'm gonna also keep talking we kicked some ass thanks thanks for hanging out great all right bye guys